All right. Uh, welcome to old school Jake Huger, Mark Thompson, Michael Shore, everybody. Okay. Um, so, um, Mark, I feel like you're winning these days. Um, <laughs> I, I don't mean gambling, obviously. Definitely not. Right. Um, no, I just feel like this momentum towards veganism, like it's it's building, it's building. Like I'm I'm getting more and more pressure, and more <laughs> and more and more people are becoming vegan, and and then the food is getting better. That's certainly here. true. Yeah. There are more and more options. There are more and more analogs to things that you could eat, like burgers and sausages and other stuff. So have you had that Impossible Burger? Oh yeah, yeah. I've had that. Now mm-hmm. for me, the Impossible Burger is too salty, but mm-hmm. I love the Beyond Burger. I love. We've the had beyond, that conversation, Mark, about the Beyond Burger. I love the Beyond it is, Burger. It's the good. Beyond Burger is beyond yeah. anything. It's yeah. so good. It's the best, not food. The, yeah, yeah. The thing that is not what it is, right. but it is. Yeah, yeah. Right. Re- exactly. I really Did recommend. I not put that well. <laughs> people I think should I really try it. And if you're watching this in some <laughs> rural community that doesn't have it, you should get on whatever you know. There's Beyond Burger probably .com or the or Amazon or wherever, and and have it sent to your place. They'll send it to you frozen, and you can you know thaw it out. It's great, the Beyond Burger. But anyway, that's good to hear you say. I had to say something, and that is, you know, I, I was in Southeast Asia. In Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, and Not it's tough to remain on. optimistic about the plight of veganism and trying to turn the world away from eating animals and getting and using animal products because over there, man, it just doesn't feel like we're making any progress at all. It, the Western world, where there's a little more wealth and a better lifestyle, it feels as though people are making transitions for reason associated with health, and maybe some people because they care about the planet. That's why, like Steve King, I'm pro-Western civilization because <laughs> they uh, they are the ones who are going to you know be the ones to uh, to stop the cruelty and yeah, but and, and, but but truthfully, yeah, I mean, I think you have to also. Rein in your goals. You're never going to change Southeast Asia, and I think you're you're you got to work on this yeah. country. Yeah, yeah. So don't great. be bummed out by Southeast Asia. You're saying right. look at the good stuff, as Jenk yeah. says, that's happening yeah, here. Of course. No, no, no. Look, <laughs> I don't agree with either one of you. <laughs> uh, Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia. I'm with you. <laughs> You'll no, be the no, Jenk will be the last one to the party. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, no, no. Uh, it's just a matter of economic development. That's all it is. And so, of course, will the Southeast Asia? Will we all become vegans one day? Maybe. I don't know. But if we all become vegans, well, so will Southeast Asia. This is still a little later, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear. I hear. I mean, it took them a while to to take our jobs. Right. So it'll just take a little longer for them to take the veganism. Right. Um, we manufacturing our Beyond Burgers over there. Yeah. If you talk to last thing on this, if you talk to people about the animals associated with it, how the animals are treated and how they're raised and the torturous, awful, I mean, horrific conditions. Most people have the heart to go, I don't wanna be part of that. It's just a question of time then, as you say, as to when they can completely push that plate away and and really go plant-based. But a lot of people I've spoken to, to to your thought, are saying they're they're cutting down they're yeah, uh, yeah. for for they're a lot of humanitarian I, I, reasons. I'm doing that too. I mean, yeah. But I'm not there yet. But I'm cutting down. I yeah, mean. I had half a chicken just now. But right, but, but you, one I day instead of the whole chicken. Yeah, yeah. I only yeah. had chicken yeah. soup. Huh. Not yeah, even, you see not that even a chicken. Yeah. It's getting. Yeah. You know what's great about Mark as one of the greatest sense of humor loves to laugh when when you talk about this subject. Never. There's no, there's no kidding around about this. There's no, uh, you know, making the vegan joke. There's no, right? Oh, I, I'm sorry to hear. I, you're probably right if you say yeah. so. I, I, I guess I see it so. It's such a horrifying thing. No, no, we do these yeah. animals. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but I try to keep maintain some sense of humor. You don't Believe like me. The, you don't like the we're all at the steakhouse and oh, the steak's great, Thompson. You don't <laughs> like that joke. You don't like the hey, we're at Chick Fil A. Oh, this is really good. You should try this. No, you don't like that. Yeah. Um, uh, have you ever been to Chick Fil A? Yes. Yeah, and Jank, you have? Well, uh, I'm the last man standing. Uh, I still have Chick fil A banned for their anti gay stance. Right, I mean, that's a, that would be another reason in not to go. College, by the way, that the, the LGBTQ community, I believe, or I want to believe, but I do believe that they said 
it's okay now. They've they've turned a corner there. And, yeah. You know, well, when, I'm when that. Sh- I'm that. Kathy died, and then son to whatever. Yeah. Right. So no, I, I'm that guy, uh, uh, the Japanese guy in the cave that comes yeah. out in 1972, <laughs> going, "Did we beat the right, Americans?" Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm also not 100% <laughs> because sometimes you want to like you root for something to be right about a boycott, especially. Like, oh, I heard that they're okay with. You. All right, good. Let me give. give no, me exactly. Right, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it felt like a rationale when you said it. Well, I heard. They were okay no, but with I it. did because yeah. I, you know, I, I, I have my gay experts that I go to. I was like, can sure. I have, a, can I have a Chick Fil A sandwich? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I used to go in college in Charlottesville. There was a mall, the Fashion Square Mall, which I'm sure there are Fashion Square malls all over this great country. And you go, we, I used to, you have to drive to the Fashion Square Mall because it was the only Chick Fil A around, and we used to drive there. And it was the best, the lemonade and the chicken. It's like we'd never had anything quite like it. So when it started going bigger. It was great, but again, like so many things, it's great to have just had it in the South. It's great to just get your shaving cream at the place that only sells it in, I don't know, London or, or Chicago. You know, the, this whole globalization of product sucks because everything is everywhere now. Well, yeah. it's funny you say that because I was talking about this Chick-fil-A in the context of the Super Bowl because, you know, they have a, a special Chick-fil-A restaurant in the Atlanta Superdome. Right. Uh, if that's what it's called. That's where Super it started, Bowl. in Atlanta. So they're going to, because it's on a Sunday, Super Bowl, and of course they don't serve oh, on Sunday, right, right. they're not going to be open for Super Bowl Sunday. Imagine all that's that business insane. that they're not going to have. What Think about of how much money they are making if they can do that. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, well, first of all, why are they in a football stadium? I don't know if they know this. All the games are on Sunday. <laughs> It's, it's true. That's a great point. Like when, when do they? When do they open? What were you thinking? It's not just the Super Bowl. It's yeah. it's the eight other Sundays the Falcons play. Uh, uh, hey Jerry, yeah, I just wanted to mention something. I just realized this. Uh, you know our new Chick Fil A restaurant in the stadium. Right. Uh, you know every Sunday they have a game there. It's on Sunday. You understand? Right. Yeah. Uh, so hello, hello. Yeah. Okay, good news and bad news. Uh, we're the Superdome. Right. Bad news, they play on Sunday. Uh, I guess there's a lot of other stuff that happens there. Um, yeah, and what kind of Americans put religion over capitalism? Right. I mean, that is the religion, like, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, money it's, it's, is the religion of America. Right. That's right. So, in a sense, you, it's admirable because they're taking time That's, out for real religion instead of worshiping the dollar. A real right? fake yeah. religion. Yeah, real, yeah, well, whatever it is. No, uh, no, I actually do yeah, think that's admirable. If they, if they emphasize the love part rather than the hate part, which was what got them in trouble right. before, then I think it's, uh, it's in and out. It's uh, uh, burgers here in LA. That checks off your box. They're regional, they yeah. didn't go all over the country. Right. Right, uh, they're very religious, yeah, but, but they're, they're good guys. Good. Religious, right? <laughs> I don't think they're as good as, as Chick Fil A. Yeah, think they're overrated. Well, really? Okay, that's they your, are. That's there are people opinion. that seem wildly. They are. I, I, I think that. The, I think it's just like jumping on a favorite. I, I don't see. think. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think they're as good. And as they're good to their employees also right. because they're Important. good Christians, yeah. right? And uh, and and they make a ton of money. Right. Like you actually can set up win wins. Yeah, and the the owner is the. The heir, her parents had it, and she's the only child of it, and it's still privately held, and she's the youngest female billionaire in America. Oh, that's right. I remember reading your profile. Oh, wow. She's the youngest female billionaire. Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to know anymore because it's a good feel good story. I don't want to find out she's a Republican and lobbied for tax cuts. I don't I don't want to hear any of that. You know, we I just want to enjoy it now without any of that hassle, okay? Right. That's a good idea. Um, the um, they they did give money to Republicans and we were gonna do a story about it. And I forget exactly what it was because we didn't do the story because it turned out they gave to a lot of Democrats too, and they're like, "All right, just come home and don't do the story." Mm-hmm. The, so it was controversial. I forget what it had to do. Something to do with maybe Kavanaugh. I don't really remember. Um, and you know, True Cathy who started uh, uh, Chick Fil A, also one of the uh, big backers of Habitat for Humanity, which is a great. Also religious, but unbelievably mm. effective organization. So there's. Uh, I apparently like religious people who make food uh, right. because uh, the little Debbie snacks, uh, they're also very religious. Is that right? They don't deliver on Sunday. Luckily, the grocery store doesn't mind because yeah. it's open every day. Uh, <laughs> I recently learned that Manischewitz wine is made is religious. The people behind that are religious. Really? Yeah, yeah you yeah. didn't believe that. Yeah, that's that one surprising. is yeah. le- less surprising, Michael. I got news for you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Nutty Bars made by Little Debbie. Nut- delicious. Yeah. Those are good. Absolutely. And also those oatmeal cream sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're okay. They're okay. No, you're wrong. They're great. Okay, all right. I hear you. And they're hey, a look, quarter. I get, we got nothing but love for Little they're Debbie. They're a quarter. <laughs> they're I know for a long time. Like 
Little Debbie, the, the nutty bars were like 99 cents for about four decades in a row, <laughs> yeah. right? Then they were like, all right, God damn it, $1.19, right? <laughs> and now they might be all the way up to $1.39. There's 12 of them in there. That's all they that's, are. That's, like, that's, that's, that's unbelievable. Dozen for a buck. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It's like the best deal in America. Yeah. Uh, religious people, God bless them. Um, yes. So uh, now I have like 28 other things to say about all these. Uh, topics now that we brought them up. Uh, again, you're thinking about don't go regional. Well, I got uh, c cases going both ways. Oh, by the way, uh, of course, old school, sponsored by shoptyt.com, where you cannot get this shirt because this was just for the Amplify program and it's now over. But still, you can you get, get other my shirts. my favorite shirt, which I've worn proudly. In fact, I've worn it so much that I, it's being laundered tonight, so I can't wear it. And that is uh, the, um, the genius shirt. The, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, very stable genius. Yeah. Stable genius. Oh, that's awesome. The genius shirt is, uh, to me, everything you need to be reminded about when it comes to our president. You know, that that's he right. He would say it, his state of mind, it's all right there in that shirt. And they also make a hoodie. You can also get that. Yeah. So uh, er, almost every time I wear the very stable genius shirt, even when, when people don't recognize me, they're like, oh, oh, good shirt. Yes, <laughs> exactly, right. exactly. It's got nothing to do necessarily with TYT right away. It's, I mean, although you get it at the, at the TYT shop. Shop TYT. I know, it's yeah. shoptyt.com. Not the TYT but shop. you're right, the shirt stands on its own. That's why I love it. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of Trump, I'm just gonna keep diverting because it's old school, who cares? Uh, is So one of my favorites was today when he said, uh, Nancy Pelosi, or, or as I call her, Nancy. Right. <laughs> You remember at the RNC when they were introducing Mike Pence? And they're like, oh, yeah, he's such a right. great guy, yeah, yeah. Mike Pence. But back in Indiana, we call him Mike. <laughs> I like, totally yeah, remember that's, that, yeah. Because that's his first name. That's why Mike. it's not a nickname. The it's nerve <laughs> of the president calling him, calling her Nancy. Yeah, but Brent explained it in the post game a little bit earlier today. Apparently, if you leave a putt short in golf, it's cool. yeah, they say, oh, you're a Nancy. Okay. Oh, is that right? I, which I didn't know, right? So maybe he's making that reference. Or he's also dishonoring the fact that she's Speaker Pelosi. Uh -huh. He's just calling her Nancy. You know or I mean? he's senile and, or never, not senile, but never had a brain to begin with. Right. <laughs> Look, this is, even this conversation reminds me of how we try to somehow ascribe some a loftier plan to Trump's right. remarks than actually exist. I mean, the truth is, I liked your first take, which is, Nancy, because he couldn't think of anything else to say. Mm -hmm. uh, that's it. But then we, you know, right. sort of go, well, you know, maybe he means this. I don't. Means by the way, I don't think he meant that. But I think the people that are criticizing, like, yeah, he just meant Nancy. We call her Nancy. Oh, you know, that, that was it. You know? yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's 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 not a he's not a deep thinker. He's, he's not, not clever. Right. He's not a three dimensional thinker. Right. If you guys remember before the uh, election, uh, we did uh, a segment we called Loser Donald. And it's and it's not clever because it's just what do you mean? It's just loser. Where's the pun? Where's the rhyme? Yeah. Where's the play on words? What is it? Right? No, it was named after Donald Trump. Like, and so we did the same thing he does. Yeah, not clever. Okay, something that he could understand. Right, and, and would you know? And the thing that would him. hurt him most, like yeah. so, like lying Ted Cruz does get to the heart of Ted Cruz. Low energy Jeb Bush. I mean, to be fair to Trump. That he did yeah. like put yeah, those things on him. That was a good bust, right? Yeah. yeah, And so, and what would hurt Donald Trump, and what's the most true thing about him? He's a loser, right? And and he's gonna get. He lost. You know, he six bankruptcies. You guys know. Uh, and now he's gonna get ridden out of town. Is that's what I've been telling you from day one. And I think that's now we're getting closer and closer. And then he's gonna be a loser who couldn't even stay in office. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, we 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 did that on purpose. Uh, Instead of trying to be clever, because if you were clever, he wouldn't understand you. And you're right about the shirt, the very stable genius. I mean, that is that's an amazing thing to say. And I can't. There's a couple of stories about Trump that I could never get past. Like that, you put out a tweet saying, "There are two things that I'm known for in life. One is being like a smart person," and he wrote that down, like a smart person. Mm -hmm. And the other is uh, mental stability. Right. Like if you got to brag about mental stability. You might not have it. <laughs> okay, that's an old rule. I'm not now. I'm not a psychologist, but I, I'm pretty sure about that. All right, now back to the chain restaurants. Um, <laughs> Miami subs. 
they they violated the Michael Shore rule. They left Miami. Yeah. Uh, only to get crushed. Well, yeah, they got crushed. Yeah. But in Miami, they were doing just fine. Yeah, and I remember when they came to New Jersey, uh, yeah. and I was like, look at this, Miami Subs is a, it was a Miami Subs and Grill, right? Yes, uh, and, yeah. and Grill and script. Right. right. They, yeah. Miami Subs and Grill's in East Brunswick, that's awesome. And I was like, no, it's not, it's actually just okay. <laughs> <laughs> they went yeah. bankrupt. What it, about the Chicago pizza chains that have gone? I mean, like Pizzeria uh, Uno. I yeah. love Pizzeria Uno, that's yeah. my favorite restaurant. I mean, Where did they go? Six, well, they, they, have success? they still have one in New York. I, I know there's one in New York on like uh, uh, 70, 81st in Columbus. So that, yeah, I don't, I don't 79 know, in Columbus, I think. it's still I there anymore. See, they had a whole bunch in New York. They used to have one on 14th Street, and they started slowly closing yeah. down. Super bummed about it. There's still one at Union Station in Washington. Right. Right. But there used to be a whole bunch. If they're contracted, and I actually think that's the the worst decision that American people have ever made is to not give enough profitability to Pizzeria Uno so that they could keep on expanding rather than contracting. Right. Well, that, but but deep dish pizza. The, not as good as uh, uh, so, that. Thank you. There's a fork in the road there. I don't know that you can really say uh, that. Uh, you know, as uh, I, I will say that on this issue, you have your opinion, and I'm right. No, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say something similar, which is that on this issue, you're completely horribly wrong, and, and, and you have there's literally not a shred of right to your argument. The, well, it's funny enough, I stand in the middle here. Uh, and not a place I'm accustomed there to. There is no but, middle here, Jank. You're wrong right. if you stand in the middle. No, and I'll tell you why. So for so Michael is originally from New York, so he's arguing for New York pizza over Chicago pizza. And I actually think when, when I went to Chicago, perfectly good deep dish pizza and people in Chicago are gonna get more mad at me even though I'm in the middle, right? It Like it was okay. Uh, right, it was good. It's I rated. like it. It's it was good. rated. It's rated, right? It's not overrated, it's not underrated. That's it's right, rated. it's rated, okay? Uh, but I think Pizzeria Uno is better than the like the authentic the average deep dish. Right. Yeah, authentic That's Chicago fair. deep. That's fair. Yeah. Because uh, you know what they did? They didn't just leave it at like okay, we're gonna put. They put too much tomato sauce in the uh, original deep dish pizzas. Oh, Pizzeria Uno was like, no, let's go back to more cheese. Mm. Okay, and then they did a lot of variations yeah. and uh, and including they used to have the seafood one. With all sorts of fake lobster and fake crab, it was delicious. Okay, <laughs> and then they had a buffalo chicken this? one. Oh my God, to who die for! Would order the deep dish seafood fake crab? Oh, pizza. right here, it was fantastic. Uh, I, I, I miss well, it I, to this day. Every once in a while, I'll be jogging, and there's a little bit of irony in that. And I'll think, mmm, that fake seafood pizza. Mm, that was so good. Fake seafood do, pizza. <laughs> 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 it was the, it was you know what it was called it was called Beyond Pizza, <laughs> <laughs> and, you and can, I like it. <laughs> and you can have it sent to you wherever you are in the country. I uh, I think the truth is, if the truth be told on this issue, they are two very different dishes that are a little like comparing movies for the Academy Awards. I don't think you should be doing that either. It's ridiculous to compare Green Book and Bohemian Rhapsody. And I think it's also ridiculous to compare deep dish pizza and thin crust pizza because they're different taste experiences. Yeah. One is by definition doughy and rich and you know maybe even fork and knife. The other is grab it, the thinner the better. So I, I if truth be told, I just think they're so different you can't compare them. That's okay. fine, but what are you gonna compare them to if you can't compare them to each yeah. other? Well, no, uh, no I, I'm gonna rule Mark a little un-American here. Uh, okay, right, so well, you might only be- Only a little? Yeah. <laughs> I feel I've done well. Because because you're, you might be right, but that doesn't stop you from being un-American. <laughs> because uh, you know what we do here in America? We compare things. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, being against the Oscars. Like and we make kind of lists and we give awards and we compare things. Yeah, what, what kind of- You may be right, right. But that doesn't stop you from being un-American. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I mean, what kind of an animal doesn't want to compare movies yeah, and give awards? Right, right. How like, stupid of me. Luckily, you're a vegan, so you wouldn't, uh, you'd be fine, but- uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, of course, it's, it's, you're right that it's very different foods, the deep dish and the, and the New York uh, pizza. They only share the word pizza, but apart from that. Which they shouldn't even be allowed to share. Thank no, you, that's but my they point. have crust, no, because they have tomato sauce, they have cheese. Right, and We're then these deep dish pizza. pirates came along and say, called it the same thing. They should be sued. That may be the case. It may be the blame of the deep dish pirates. So I was, you know, it's funny. Now that we've talked about, it, and I'm really full. I just ate dinner, uh, the half chicken I was referring to earlier. Now I keep thinking. All you want is a deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I say, okay, well, maybe that means I like it better than the New York style pizza. Wrong, I just came from New York where I had four different slices of pizza, <laughs> okay? Like, how do you go to New York and not get, uh, like, because me, like, I can get pepperoni pizza here in LA. Okay, it's pepperoni sauce pizza. No, New York, you go, you get something different, right? You get the the, the barbecue chicken ranch. No, no, pizza. no, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. That's not New York pizza. I no, knew, that's I knew Michael was going to come. No, you get the pizza with the pasta on it. You get a slice Paisan, of pizza in I get, New York. I get the pasta. You have pepperoni, or you don't, or sometimes you have onions. That's what you have, and you have a slice of pizza. You don't get all the crap. The, the ranch barbecue chicken is here. The people, well, yeah, you know, who that, invented? Okay, I'll tell you, who invented the barbecue chicken pizza, it's called California Pizza Kitchen. Yeah. That yeah. says it all right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, New so, Yorkers would not be happy with this no, little it's, run. Nothing yeah. is more yeah. wrong than that. That's it's so not New York. You, it's not New York, and I don't give a shit. Okay, <laughs> I like it. So okay. why'd you go to New York then? No, the, why, why no, no, because this, no, California Pizza Kitchen is different. And by the way, California Pizza is uh, overly criticized. There's lots of different wonderful concoctions here in, in California, but it, but it's different in New York. You still have the same texture. You know, you made an argument about the texture of a deep uh, dish and uh, the lettuce, dough. lettuce, oh, lettuce. That's right, right. Yeah, right? Yeah. And so there's a different texture to, to New York. It's a more solid pizza and stuff. And then and, and they have better white pizza. And so yeah. here, like you can't get good white pizza. Right. In New York, they do white pizza, right? Right. right? Yeah, so definitely. okay. Look, late in New night. Haven is white, white clam pizza. You can only get that. Oh, is that right? Best in Where New is York. that? New Haven, New Haven, which is really the birthplace of pizza in America. The, they have the, one of the uh, famous pizzas they have is white clam pizza. They're New Haven. Huh. New Haven is really the is birthplace it, is of it, pizza. Is, yeah. is it like Pizzeruno and it's fake clam? That that would be great. No, unfortunately, you oh, wouldn't like it. Yeah, you wouldn't like it. Wait, 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 wait. No, yo, yo, Anthony. You said that the pizza was born in New Haven. Well, it was what, what in America. It came. <laughs> it came to New Haven, Connecticut, from Italian immigrants who came over here and, and settled in New Haven, and that's why we have. I mean, the, the, there, there are two, maybe three, very competitive pizza places. It'll all been on one street in New Haven for, you know, a century at least. And that was the birth of pizza in America. In America, yeah. Oh, interesting. It's like in Philly, where they have the two great cheesesteak places yeah. across the street. She knows and Pat's, and Pat's like, yeah. 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 Right, but in in reality, of course, the best cheesesteak place in Philly is Abner's. So is that right? That's right. All right. Um, so that's my opinion. People, of course, there's a bunch of guys in Philly going now. Go, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. What are you talking about? So Philly <laughs> and Southeast Asia, it's going to be tough to get them on the vegan. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I think Southeast Asia falls before Philly. I, I, Laos before Philly. Can't argue. I, yeah, might be right. Yeah, and look, uh, I mean that was funny, and Mark didn't laugh. Yeah, because ah, it's food. It's food, right. yeah, you know, <laughs> killing the animals. Not really. I can't, can't really. And so I, sign I'm just on saying. I'm just saying. It was funny. You said I think Philly will outlast Southeast Asia, and it was worth a chuckle. And it was straight. It was uh, you got yeah. the straight man. Yeah, I do not see the humor there. Oh. I don't. Okay. Uh, although on the uh, Beyond Burger, you uh, no, the Impossible Burger, you had me at too salty. Like I haven't had it yet. Oh, you want? But it. you said, "Oh, that's too salty." And I was like, "Okay, note to self." I literally wrote it impossible down. Burger. Get impossible so, burger. <laughs> what, what is impossible burger better than? Be, I mean, that's. No, I think Beyond Burger. Beyond do, but do people think Impossible is better? Is there a? Well, is there an argument? Burger is available on a bunch of menus on, in restaurants. I think that right. it's being served in restaurants as the Impossible Burger. You can so right. people you know will say, "Oh, do you have the Impossible Burger here?" So in other words, it's a menu item, whereas the Beyond Burger is, is more it? of a, I think, a, an item that that you, it's something you pick up at the grocery store right. and you prepare it at home. Do you notice that Mark is comparing vegan burgers? Uh -huh. Won't compare movies. He won't compare pizza, but it comes to vegan burgers. Hey, let's compare them. Oh yeah, yeah. It, they're both burgers in this case. <laughs> okay, well they're both pizzas anyway. They're both <laughs> they're both movies. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying um, they're not both pizza. <laughs> you know what? For you, Mark, I'm going to try the Impossible Burger next time I see it on him. Try it. I think you'll like it. I mean, Why don't we uh, on an old school catering? Yeah. Huh. huh it's virtually indistinguishable. People tell me from the you know, from a burger. Yeah. And like the other day, I tried a radish for Ben because Ben made a spirited defense of radish, where he argued that radish was wonderfully neutral. And I was like, "Huh, neutral? I thought it was negative." Okay, so so the other day I had a salad with a radish on it. I was like, "Let me try the radish." I normally brush right. it aside, right? Because I'm originally from Vietnam. Um, wow. <laughs> just playing, guys. Anyway. Uh, and I tried it. I was like, "Yeah, it is quite neutral. There's I nothing offensive about it." I think it's spicy. 
a is radish it? has a, like a tiny spice. Oh, it's not spicy. It's well, got it a does. It has a bite. It's got a bite. personality. It's got a bite. It's not neutral, though. No, okay. it's, it's got some personality. There's a great vegan restaurant in Washington, D.C. called the Fancy Radish. Uh-huh. And I recommend it. To oh, all that one's these. got extra personality. And yeah. that is, you, yes, it's it, you know, go radish crazy there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, radish deep pizza. Is that uh, that could that could be? No, that didn't work. This, uh, anyway. Uh, so, uh, but uh, counterpoint, Dunkin' Donuts. So Dunkin' Donuts finally did go national. Right. Okay, and that is a boon to America. Okay. So Dunkin' Donuts is a positive thing, and it's now in LA. It's even at LAX now, and I was like, look at this. Good yeah, and there's in fact Donuts. at LAX, there is a Dunkin' Donuts right next to like Gate 29. Like literally, while you're waiting, there's a Dunkin' Donuts right. It's not like in a food area. It's not like in some sort of cluster of food offerings. No, it's Dunkin' Donuts right next to Gate 29. That's it's how it should. Never be. seen that. They have yet. one next to Gate 45 as well. Oh yeah, I saw one by the luggage. So now they're everywhere. Oh wow. Yeah, time to make the donuts. You remember that commercial? Of course I do. Everybody yeah. remembers that commercial. Do you remember? Yeah, that? time to make the donuts. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I wake up at yeah, five yeah. in the morning because I got like a lot, a lot of work or whatever. The donuts. So I yeah, wake get up and yeah. I go, time to make the donuts. <laughs> it's an old school, uh, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, commercial. For I thought it would be fun to own a donut shop like a Dunkin' Donuts, like own a Dunkin' Donuts franchise or whatever. I mean. It's coffee, donuts, it seems simple, seems straightforward. It doesn't vary a lot. Like it doesn't your vary, day doesn't it, change. It just seems yeah. like kind of a sweet Americana thing to have. Oh, well, you know what? Okay, so that leads to two things. One is I was gonna tell a story about how somebody tried to set up a Dunkin' Donuts restaurant. So it was my ex-girlfriend's uh, sister. And so she's very entrepreneurial and she uh, loves Dunkin' Donuts from the East Coast because they came from Florida, right? Originally Jamaica, but then they went to school in Florida. They love Dunkin' Donuts. They're out here in LA. This is a long time ago. And so they, she calls up Dunkin' Donuts National and she goes, I'd like to set up a, a, you know, an affiliate for you guys here in Los Angeles. And they're like, nope, no can do. She's like, why? They're like, uh, no, uh, people in LA will never eat Dunkin' Donuts. She's like, what the are you talking about? Of course they will. It's donuts, right? And they're delicious. And they're like, no, we did testing and polling. Uh, it, west of the Mississippi, uh, Dunkin' Donuts will never work. <laughs> well, do you know if it's working? Like, is yeah. it working? Well, no, no, no. no. Sorry, go ahead. You yeah, so she's like, what the? And she's like, that's the craziest thing I ever heard, right? So they wouldn't let her open up a shop. And then, like, a decade later, finally, I saw one on Santa Monica, right? Sure. Lines around the corner for the opening. For, but no, now it's not around the corner anymore. But it was around the corner for months. Oh, was it? Yeah, I remember I went there like because I saw I went. I'm like, oh, cool, Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, oh, everybody from because half of LA is from New York and New right. Jersey. Exactly. The right. people in LA are people from all over. They like donuts, and these Dunkin' Donuts are going up like dandelions. But LA is a is a deceptive. Like you wouldn't believe that LA is such a donut city, but it is. I mean, there 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 are chains. There are Krispy Kreme blew, blew up here. Well, yeah, I and mean, Krispy Kreme blew up everywhere, and then kind of. Yeah, but I don't that's because they overexpanded. I yeah, think. maybe and they it's, did. It's the Miami subs and grill of donuts. It's no, a little overhyped. Uh, Krispy yeah. Kreme was really good. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah not buying it. But but the point, the thing is that there is a donut culture here already that predated Dunkin' Donuts. And I don't know how Dunkin' Donuts is doing. I don't know if it's doing really well here. I mean, airports are airports, so people from everywhere are going, and they they they've also made a lot on their coffee, which people think is really good. Their coffee's good, yeah. So no, I went the first, not the first day, but like the first week, and I saw like the line around the corner. I was like. That I could just kept driving, went somewhere yeah. else. I'm not going to stand in line for that. I don't have time for that. And then three months later, I went back, and there was still a line. Yeah. So there isn't any. Some of those same people from the first time you went. Yeah. <laughs> that's how slow the line was moving. Maybe that's why they're not doing so well. I mean, you got to serve those people. That's true. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the what was the mall in your area? Uh, well, Square? this isn't Charlottesville. Fashion uh, Square. Oh, Fashion mall, Square yeah. Mall. So in East Brunswick, it was the East Brunswick Square Mall. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You'll never guess why. Anyway, um, uh, so uh, by the way, I had real topics. Um, (laughs) We'll get to those in the last uh, 10 minutes. And I I remember we would walk around the East Brunswick Square Mall, and um, uh, and we we thought we were going to pick up girls, right? We just walk and walk around the mall, and we'd look at the girls, right? 
the I, I think the part we were missing in in hindsight, now looking back on it, was you had to actually talk to them first. Yeah, and right. we never got to that part. We were I waiting for them to also. look back. Yeah, and then. No, I had that yeah. problem. I used to. We used to go to the beach <laughs> at the summer times outside of Washington. It was uh, either you're going to Ocean City, Maryland, or you're going to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, one of these places. And uh, we'd. I, I always heard that. Oh, I mean, dude, you just have to wait until late at night, and then you know, girls walk the boardwalk, and all you got to do is, uh, you know, everybody's looking to hook up. Then okay, that was like 16 or whatever. I'd never even been on that date, and uh, I'm walking, 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 just like you, Jank, and you know, but. Mark, you've got to talk to the girls. They don't just like yeah. you know come over and go, "Hey, sailor, what are you doing?" I mean, it's not a <laughs> yeah. So they don't say, "Hey, loser, you want to hook up tonight?" Yeah. So. Hey, I noticed you walking around the mall like a creeper, <laughs> right. and I thought I should come up and talk to you. Uh, uh, you know, it seems like you're here every week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bora would come over from Turkey, and and then he's like, "Oh, we got to go to the mall." I'm like, Bora, we. Okay, we'll go to the mall, but again, we got to actually engage in, in conversation. It's like, oh, no, 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 it'll work. It'll it's just work. how little there was to do, really. Yeah. <laughs> so my cousin from Turkey was insane. Well, anyway, um, so he uh, he's like, uh, he would hear that I couldn't get laid in America because I couldn't get laid in America. Mm. Uh, and at the time, I was 16 or whatever I was, and and he's like, oh my God, you're the you must be the worst of the worst. <laughs> and I was like, well, point taken, right? <laughs> Not um, as bad as other, some others. <laughs> right? right. But but I'm like, why? Why do you think that? He's like, it's America. He's like, they, all the girls sleep with you immediately. You just have to ask them. They just give it to you right away. I'm like, I live there. That's not true, right? And he's like, no, I know. I'm like, how would you know better than me? You live in Turkey, I live in America. <laughs> and he's like, no, Cenk, if you go to the airport, They'll just lift up their skirt, and they don't even have underwear. Like you've never been to America? What are you talking about? That's not remotely true. And he's like, "Man, this poor schmuck." <laughs> he, well, thought, he thought I just didn't figure it out. All I do is come up to them and right. go, "Hey, I'm here," and they're like, "Oh, right away, right?" Because right. you're in America. Yeah, <laughs> that was the rep. I mean, that was the rep overseas. Is that the American women are? And first of all. American women do tend to favor guys with accents with sort of that exotic background. That is something that does work over here pretty well. Yeah, well, depends on the accent. <laughs> <laughs> so if my cousin had come over with his Turkish accent and be like, I would like to have sex with you right away. <laughs> I don't think this would have been the answer. Yeah, yeah I might have a point there. <laughs> it's amazing what people believe. It's amazing. Yeah, he did once get me to, to try to catch the sun with him. So. Hey, there's there's a history there. We walked along the beach. He's like, if we just go a little further, we're gonna catch it. <laughs> See, it's coming towards us, and we're gonna just intercept it. Now, to be fair, I was six and he was seven. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you were 24, right? <laughs> and and our parents did panic because we walked walked a long way. Come to find out, it went around the other way. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> At least you went through a lot less than Columbus did. <laughs> okay, so for the uh, YouTube audience, we're gonna have to leave you now, but uh, you're gonna miss a story about a guy on a plane who answered the phone, it is I, and what is wrong with that sentence, okay? Um, so, and a lot of other fun topics. Anyway, much love, members obviously stay here, and if you wanna get the whole show, tyt.com slash join. Actually, you can do tyt.com slash trial. That's a week free, and then you can binge watch old school archive episodes, okay? Because we've got archives too. All right, so I'm on a plane, and the guy behind me, he's like, hello, it is I. And I'm like, okay, now let's break this down, okay? They know you well enough to know who I is, but yet you're calling someone and not saying, hey, it's, it's me, it's Jenk, right? You're saying it is I. Like, why is that even that person even picking up the phone? Like, isn't that an incredibly strange way of doing it? Um, no, am yeah, I, am it I is. lost you? It is, unless you know. I don't know. I mean, unless you're doing it to be funny. playful. Yeah, no, right. Playful, of right. course, no, yeah. no. I, I, yes, I, that's the kind of thing I would have done in high school. Yeah. Right? He was not being playful. He was being totally serious. Like, hello, it is I. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Then it's odd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? From now on, though, every time I call you guys, hello.
Hello, Mark. <laughs> it is I. <laughs> and besides which, they have cell phones. It says what your name is on the cell phone. What if, it's, what if his name was could I? You, <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, here you are. Right. His name is Isaac, and he is just shortening his name, and right. here you are making fun of well, him. Well, that's my son's own. Sometimes they'll say, you know, it's an all call. I'll say, oh, come here. You know, so uh-huh. it is O. Mm. Well, could you imagine if he was Steve O's son? Then he'd be, uh oh, uh oh, oh, I'm here all week. Okay, unfortunately, it's true. I am here. All and week. no, I can't imagine if he was Steve O's son. <laughs> um, so I was in New York, and uh, and Michael, since you're a native New Yorker, you're a native New Yorker too. No, no. Washington D.C. Washington, that's right. I keep forgetting that every time. Uh, so let's talk about the upsides and downsides in New York. Okay, downside. Uh, I'm on a train. I did a behind the scenes about this, but. Uh, um, and it stops between uh, stops uh, and between stations. And uh, they're like, all right, this is gonna take a little while. And they come on the speaker, we've got a little bit of an issue ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And then I'm in the front of the train, the conductor uh, pokes her head out and goes, yeah, we got somebody bleeding on the A train in front of us. Uh, and so it's gonna take a while to clean up, okay? Uh, a train stuck in chambers, blood on the train. I'm like, we're in New York. Right. right. Wow. That, but they so tell weird. it like it is. It's not like we're experiencing some, some delays. We'll be off shortly. We, no, someone bleeding on the A train will be out here when we can. Yeah. You know. And I was, oh. I had to go to a meeting. And so then I'm like, I got to explain to someone that I'm, you know, an extra 28 minutes late because someone was bleeding on the A train. Right. Well, and, but you're explaining to someone who would believe that because they live in New York and they know that that's perfectly plausible. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it didn't help because I was, by the way, I was 40 minutes late. I was going to be late anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have the perfect excuse. And to you hang can't on. call them. You can't say you it, can't call them. It is I, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, why is there cell? There's not cell service uh, on the not train? between stations. Not you between get to the station and then you leave and it's gone. Mm. Yeah, and then the, like, it took a while, obviously, right? And so then the air's not on, because it's winter. Oh my God. So, and then it's New York, so people start, like, some folks start screaming. Uh, not screaming like, ah, but like, let's go get this thing going, yeah. right? So I, I'm most curious <laughs> right. if this is upside or downside. <laughs> <laughs> Downside. All right. Because to me, it's uh, I miss it. No, no, I hear you, and it's like it's cute when you go there for a couple of days, but uh, man, people are miserable in that subway. I mean, there's not like in LA, you drive in traffic and you look over next to you, and there'll be somebody smiling, like, right, right. In New York, you look over uh, on a subway, ten out of ten faces are like this. They, oh, they, that's true. That's, they, true. that's true. No, it is, and it's miserable in the winter. Uh, more miserable, but sometimes it's miserable in the summer too. But there was a period in New York where they fixed the subways. They were horrible in the 70s and most of the 80s, and mm-hmm. then they got all these new cars, yep. anti-graffiti stuff. Everybody loved riding the subway, and it was weird because, oh, look at this, I'm on the F train, and I'm just standing here, and it's gleaming, and it's safe, and I'm getting where I'm going. And then, then, then of course, they didn't get new trains for a long time, and they just started declining and declining. The track started declining, and it's awful again. Yeah, and people are miserable. So a friend of mine is uh, works on Wall Street. He, he's a, he's a really great guy, uh, but he's surrounded by guys who are not really great, oftentimes. Okay, some good guys in there too, but yeah. uh, and he's they were going to go to a meeting, and he's like, uh, "Come on, let's take the subway because it'll be way easier." Because you know, in rush hour, it's absolutely yeah, you can't move. You can't move in New York, and the guys like subway. Who would take the subway? Like for he was wealthy and he found the, taking the subway in New yeah. York unimaginable. Well, there are a lot of people who just it's so unpleasant that they just don't want to take it if they can afford to do it. And you know, Uber has really screwed New York up because of the traffic. Because so many people, there's so many private cars that weren't in New York then that are Ubers and Lyfts and stuff now. And there's still as many taxis. Maybe there are a few thousand fewer. But, but for a long time, it was it was, you know, prohibitively expensive. Now it's a lot cheaper to not take the subway than it used to be. If you have three people and you can do Uber Share or Via or Share Ride, it's it's because the subway is so unpleasant. Yeah, but but. Uh, now, as you say, there's so much congestion in New York. When you're looking down Seventh Avenue and you just see nothing but red lights, go down to the subway, pick up a oh, train, yeah. and you can go 20 blocks. Of course you can. Minutes. No, no, no. It makes all it makes so way, way, way And a lot of yeah, because of that, a lot of people who I you know know who just hate taking the subway take the subway. Still all the time do it. Sure. Still get around. Yeah.
Yeah, uh, so the other things, I, I decided I don't like people bumping into me. Like I'm not, there's no phobia, it's, it's okay, we're all gonna survive, everything's gonna be fine. But the constant bumping into one another, not a fan. Like and in New York, especially in the subways, like constant boom, boom. You should go to boom. New York and just not take the subway. I mean, <laughs> no, but I, can, I mean the one thing is I kind of like the subway. Yeah, of course. That's why I asked if it was upside. <laughs> you know, and I like that experience. But man, and I guess my real pet peeve is not getting bumped into because that happens when there's so many people packed into one place. But like when people get in, like not don't acknowledge it or get annoyed at you when it's like, hey. You bumped into me, right? Like, so I'm trying to be careful because I don't like bumping into people. I'm trying to dodge and weave and bob, and people are like, boom, and they're like, hey. Like, okay, I got it, New York. You're all grumpy, but let's go, right? <laughs> anyway, the upside was uh, I'm at a restaurant, uh, basically lunch, and um, and they go, no, no, you 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 can't pay. Uh, and this, I'm like, why? They're like, the brown guy got it. I'm like, whoa, what? Okay, no, the brown guy got it. I'm like, come again? What? I literally had to ask three times, and he's like, oh, right, right. No, the, our cook, his nickname is the brown guy, uh, and he's known as the brown guy. And what? I'm like, what? How did that <laughs> nickname come up? And that's no, wild. but it turns out that's his like, I don't know, stage name. I don't know what he does. Right. Right. But I looked him up on the internet. Oh really? Oh. He's a guy. He's he's the brown guy. He's is got he, a Twitter is account. He's a TYT fan, and he just bought yeah. Him so he saw me, and he's like, "Oh no no no, I'm not gonna let you." Uh, he gave me an extra cheesecake on top. Okay, he's like, "No, I got this, brother." Wow. Uh, and and he gave this great great. Um, uh, he said, "I like you guys because you're the uncontrolled news," and I love that. I was it said I've never heard it phrased that yeah. way before. And uh, and yeah, the uncontrolled news. I was like, huh, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, so a free. Yeah, that is a good way to think of it too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, you look, you know, alternative, you know, out of the mainstream, you know, rebels, young Turks, supposed to be the young rebels. But the idea that you're uncontrolled, right? You're, yeah. you know, you're just going to hear what people think. There's no one's told you what to say. Yeah, we're a little like Shirley Chisholm, uh, unbowed, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so and unbought. Um, so, anyways, uh, look up the brown guy on Twitter. Okay, follow him. <laughs> Give him and a little love. And look up Shirley Chisholm on if you if you yeah. don't know who that is. Yeah, she's awesome. She, you know, it's funny because of course the Kamala Harris announcement, you know, coinciding with the Shirley Chisholm thing. I, I just reflected for a moment on what a fucking tough thing she did. Shirley know? Chisholm. Yeah, yeah, Shirley Chisholm. I mean, really, man. Yeah. Especially when I, I think about still all the racism and. Shit. That's still out there, right. and, yeah. then, and there was even it was even more naked back then. Although I understand it's coming out of the woods now, but still, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. She, she 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 was she outspoken. Spine. And yeah. She yeah. was terrific. Yeah. So was Barbara Jordan of that era a little bit? Mm -hmm. You know, I think mm -hmm. that that's um, worth a worthy comparison because they they put up with a lot. Obviously, everybody at that time did. So right. Shirley Chisholm was African American uh, congresswoman who ran for president seventy two. I think, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and they're like, no African American woman had run for president at that point, and and she's it was considered far left. She's like, and okay, yeah. like yeah. I'm coming, all right. Now she obviously she didn't win, but it, but she, I mean, it's it's a little bit of a cliche, but it's absolutely kind of ruined the story. But uh, yeah, I know. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> she didn't win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, oh yeah, Ben's dad beat her, right? <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> that's right. Because yeah. Ben's dad was the campaign was for manager McGovern. for McGovern, and he won the Democratic primary. Yeah. That bastard. Okay, I never thought about it. Don't tell way. me how that turned out. I'm I'm, I'm DVRing <laughs> it. Yeah. Anyway, I loved loved her fighting spirit, and without her, you couldn't have Kamala Harris, right? Which now Kamala Harris running is relatively easy. And and that's because of Shirley Chisholm to some degree, right? right. And uh, and so even if when some look, I I believe in winning through winning, not losing, right? Uh, but sometimes even if you lose, you've set up a win for later, right? And so th that's why the her work was so important. And, and look, she was I know, New York City Congresswoman too. Yeah, 
I know it said a lot. And did not like deep dish pizza. (laughs) But but when you see, and she did a lot of uh, media, you know, because she was a curiosity as well. And but she articulated so well the positions of those who didn't have the advantages of others in the culture. And when you see her, you know, as a person of color, you have to see that you know a lot of things are possible. I mean, the potential of your own life is broadened. So I know that that's in, in a sense a hackneyed thing to say, but it's only it, it's hackneyed only to the extent that we say it a lot, because in situations like that, it's true. Yeah, and actually, you know, of course she's a um, groundbreaker and hence set up Kamala Harris in some ways, but I think the more correct substantive analogy is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, because uh, Kamala Harris is way more establishment than Shirley Chisholm was. Shirley Chisholm was more of a radical like Ocasio-Cortez. No, but I, th- I, I don't think that's the comparison. The comparison is that Shirley Chisholm did for African American women uh, what what makes it so easy for for Kamala Harris to run for president, you know, right. and that's and that's the correlation I think between the two. So did you guys hear that uh, Chris Matthews today was wondering if she's black? If Kamala Harris? Is? Yeah, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know if he was like I didn't. To be fair to Chris Matthews, I just saw the headline. I didn't see the, the video and stuff. Maybe he was wondering if she was African American because my Jamaican girlfriend. Didn't love being called African American because she's like, I'm not. I'm right. Caribbean American, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I get a baby, but like, they're not trying to insult. Like, right. it's definitely honest. She wasn't insulted by it, but it was like they don't know, baby. Friends right? of my <laughs> old in-laws said, like, went to Italy and they said, you know, and I found more African Americans there than I thought there would be. And I was like, well, <laughs> they're. Hey, they're not American. (laughs) I just like that. This you get a label in your head, and that's what they have to put. Well, you know, I thought in the O.J. Simpson trial, there was a moment. No one remarked on this. There was a moment where they said they found a hair at the scene, and uh, Johnny Cochran uh, said, "And uh, was it an African American hair?" And I'm thinking, wait a minute, you can't pick up a hair. And know that it's African American. Right. You're simply trying not to say black, right. you're, or whatever, or, or the brown guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, same deal. Yeah. Like when you're like your relatives in Italy or the, your friends right, in yeah, Italy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Kamala Harris's uh, dad is Jamaican and her um, mom is Indian, which is actually way more common than you would think because. For example, in Trinidad, uh, there's a ton of people with African lineage and Indian and Indian, lineage, yeah, lineage sure. which I didn't know until I had a friend from Trinidad. And so I'm like, huh, the Indians, and they went to Trinidad of all And places. she lived in Canada for a while, so the right is now uh, talking about how she is Canadian and shouldn't right. be allowed to run. You know, I didn't say this, so we covered that on the show today, but I didn't say this. Actually, that idiot Jacob Wall who's spreading that because I'll never say their names. I know. (laughs) So this guy's like totally insane. He's the one that made up the thing about uh, uh, sexual harassment that Robert Mueller did, and he's going to bring the witness, and there was no witness, et cetera, et cetera. Right? And he's made up a thousand different things. Got banned from trading uh, on the markets. I mean, just a total scam artist. You know, Donald Trump has retweeted him four times. Could you imagine if like Kamala Harris had retweeted? Some insane person on the left. I can't even yeah. think of it, right? Nice. Four different times that made up one that, insane conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, like she would get in trouble for retweeting me. Right. I, right? I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. Are they better? Is the right better at screaming bloody murder and creating issues than we are? Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. And and but the media is partly at fault because if i said you know during 2016 that i think john kasich uh, was not born here or is not is not a real american right he's a he's polish i don't know <laughs> right and he's not a real citizen no one would have paid attention to that no one it doesn't matter we we got right. we that video could have gotten a couple hundred thousand views which it probably would have right and people would be like yeah no no that's not a real story any right wing lunatic can say anything about any Democratic candidate, and instantly we're having a national conversation. And also, they it. have followers who eat this stuff up. So, and and oh, that, you know that's, what? That's, that's a big right. Part of it. No, Michael, I hadn't thought of that. To be fair to the media, if a left-wing lunatic says something like that, 
the left wing wouldn't believe it. Right. And hence it would have no power That's, or to leverage. Me the biggest difference. Right. Whereas when a right wing lunatic, any right wing lunatic right. says something insane, a significant percentage of Republican voters are like, well, that's it, obviously. And that's right. why, to me, why Rush and Hannity and Levin and all those right-wing radio people do so well. And liberal radio, Air America, things like that, never did well. Because the people don't need to jump on board with something that they think is, you know, yeah. ridiculous. So that was a little bit more complicated. It is more complicated, but I think that there's something that runs through both of those that, that is, is similar and speaks to that, you know. Yeah, I'll just do, let me make the original point and then I'll do a funny or fun Air America defense. So, but the point I didn't make on the show was what he described about Kamala Harris was almost identical to what Ted Cruz actually is. Right. right, Ted Cruz was actually born in Canada and his parents were actually not US citizens, they were Canadian citizens. He has, he was not born here, he is a not a natural born citizen of America, period. Not like John McCain, who was born in Panama, but was born on a military base, and it doesn't say it in the Constitution, but it, we'll call him American, mm -hmm. right? And you could make an argument that that's actually American soil, etc., right? No, Ted Cruz, not born here. His parents, Canadian citizens, not a natural-born citizen. And the Republicans are like, no, yes, he is. Right. And the media is like, okay, I guess he is. We're moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, whereas, if, like, for example, if I ran for president, a fun thought, um, do you think the same thing would happen? Like, oh, he was born in Turkey, but whatever, right? Of course. No, people are like, yeah, I was born in Turkey. He was born in Turkey. And I'm not So people would lose it. And so the double standard drives me crazy. Should that be a requirement to be president that you're born in this country? No, by the way, my argument, and I'm enormously biased, uh, but is yeah. that it's not a requirement. It's in, it's in an earlier part of the Constitution that says you must be a natural born citizen. The 14th Amendment comes after that, obviously, it's an amendment. And so the natural born citizen is in the body of the Constitution. And the 14th Amendment said uh, equal rights for everyone, including the freed slaves. So even though they were not natural born citizens, they could run for president, right? So that also means, I think it's a very fair interpretation and I've had asked constitutional law professors and uh, here's their usual reaction. Huh. <laughs> like, it, I hadn't thought of that. That's an interesting constitutional argument. I mean, it's been debated a lot. I mean, mm -hmm. there, there's clearly, I mean, obviously, we know there are a lot of ways to read the Constitution, and that's mm -hmm. one of the issues that people have. They're not really sure which one prevails in that case. And, it, you know, the, the other part of it is when, when they did give the vote to black, uh, they, they started giving the vote to black Americans at that time, and they said, if you can prove that you were born here, and then in the South they started saying, and your father was born here, and, and mm -hmm. none of their fathers were. So they were trying to make it a generational thing. Mm -hmm. And of course, they didn't at that time have the education system set up where they could say, no, no that's not exactly right, you can't do that. But they would just believe it. And so do you, Michael Shore, think that uh, you should be, a, uh, you have to be a- I'd, I'd have to think about it. I, I mean, it doesn't make a ton of sense to me anymore. Um, right. And I think, I don't know that it would have made a ton of sense. I would have been a different person then. But I think that the fear was that you had to be a part of what we were building here. It, sure. What we, what we were building here is built. I get know? the thinking behind it. I think yeah. that's exactly yeah. it. But I just don't think it. it well, it, the it, other original thought was are you really loyal to America? Well, we have a guy who was born in Queens, uh, and now we have significant questions about whether he's actually loyal to America. Right. Yeah. So, like, whether you're technically born here or not is not. Anywhere near as relevant as whether you're trying to build a tower in Moscow, apparently. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So I mean, there's a guy who, right, who he's he's more than sold out the country. It's also never going to be a popular enough thing, I don't think, or it won't be for a very long time to overturn or to change. What gets there's, changed first, electoral college or that? Electoral, oh, electoral college. college. <laughs> electoral college. But anyway, yeah. no. Look, my argument is that it already is changed. That's the Fourteenth Amendment. No, I know, but I. But right now, it, to clarify it, right, yeah. and to codify it in a different mm -hmm. way, where it's much clearer than it already is, would take you know three quarters of the states, two thirds of the Congress. No, all no, that. no, no, no. Or, or it might. Well, to, no, well, this is all. So this, this I, I know. think it might. I think no, it, no, no way, no way. Definitely, like, it needs an amendment. Thank God we have one. It's the Fourteenth Amendment, right? So and, you need and to sue based on it. Right? Yeah, and it's a political question. So what would happen is somebody would run like Ted Cruz, and and if Ted Cruz had won the nomination, very likely somebody would have sued, right? right. Yeah. And very likely what would have happened is the Supreme Court would have said it's a political question, so we, we're out. 
and and we don't decide those kind of questions. So what would happen next is if he won, that's it, it's over, right? Uh, uh, yeah, but I, I don't. First of all, that presumes a lot. It presumes mm -hmm. the court's going to rule in that way and say no and throw, and, and throw the case out. I think that there's the, and some that's courts where that a lot of my out. constitutional law professors said. Yeah, not only is it an interesting point, but the court would be very unlikely to rule on it. Yeah, I think that they probably would, and they know better than I, but just as a layperson, I think that they would probably be unlikely, but they could rule on it. Yeah. And then if they rule on it, then it would cause, you know, it would, it would, there are lots of ways that it would cause problems. But if you're going to change it and clarify it and codify it, you do it through the amendment process. Even though the 14th is there, there's still an argument over whether the 14th supersedes what was in, uh, you know, yeah. in, the, in the body. No, and, and I, so. Look, I, I would get animated about that, not because of running for president. Who cares about that? It's like very unlikely scenario for any naturalized citizen to run for president, et cetera. But I, I do care about it because naturalized citizens have the same exact rights as natural born citizens. And so I don't want to take away any of those rights, period, right? We're all, once you're a citizen, you're 100% a citizen. You're not 99% yeah, you born here, citizen. but that's, that's fine. Right. <laughs> We listen to your opinions under protest. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying? It kind of devalues naturalized citizenship, which I don't accept. No, I'm all for it. I mean, obviously, it makes sense. It's, God damn it, I'm running, Michael. It's an old thing. All right. I'll, Mr. President, I'll, I'll, all I'll I'm trying to say is. I'll vote for you. Wouldn't that be fun? I mean, like, just if we, like, not this year, although that would be fun too in this melee, but I wouldn't run against Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, et cetera. Plus, I would have no chance. That's a minor issue, but. Like that. Well, oh, I'll stop. Just oh, don't you do it, Michael. Okay. <laughs> but um, imagine a scenario where, well, you know, he's scared. I got a 2% chance, right? Right. Forget winning. It'd just be fun to run. You would sure. beat Congressman John Delaney. You'd, oh, I'd beat yeah. him with a stick. I think you'd beat right. Tulsi Gabbard. I think. You'd, I mean, I think there are people that you would beat if you ran right now. Yeah, I don't know about Tulsi, but uh, no, definitely Tulsi Gabbard. You would. Yeah, you you would. First of all, you would. You're you have a following now, and that following would grow because you were a candidate like any candidate. Well, here's the know. great thing that Jenk has. It's uh, he's so authentic. I talk about you like you're not around for a second, but you know, no, Cenk, it's okay. It is Jenk is authentic. And he's got that same. But I find him annoying. <laughs> well, you're not alone. I got news for yeah, you. Yeah, people coming. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot you were here. <laughs> candidate candidate Uger, I'd like to talk to you for a moment. You could turn it down just a little bit. <laughs> uh, but really, I mean, I just think that. So, so that look, that's your magic. Is that you know you you speak with such a you throw heat. You know, you throw but, heat. And but the point guys is, you throw heat do well. You, that's and, why I like Ojeda. And when you like when you run. You build momentum to a certain point, and then you get, you know, uh, then there are people who won't vote for you. But they're, and then yeah. you won't be able to be allowed near the White House because you weren't born in this country. So good luck. <laughs> Have fun. But it, it would be fun. Out. Yeah. Well, what it would about, be fun. would you lower the, the age restriction? Um, well, that there's no amendment on that. Right? No, but would it's, you do well, it? Or maybe not. there is because it's, of the 14th Amendment. I don't know if the 14th comes Because the 14th age. says everybody has equal rights. Yeah. Right? So equal why protection can't under a 24 year old? Right. No, that's a fair argument. I don't think that, uh, there should be no age restriction. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. That. I mean, look, are we going to elect a 13 year old? We already did. Um. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'd be more, I'd be less for changing the, uh, the uh, I mean, I would be for changing the natural born citizen thing. But I, I don't know. I think that the age restriction, I mean, I would bring it down to 30. I wouldn't keep it at 35. I think I'd bring it down. But I don't, so arbitrary. I love it. It is arbitrary. arbitrary <laughs> but, but I mean, it's arbitrary, but we've all lived those years. And so the, the people that we knew who were 28 years old, and not all of them are exactly the same. But think about the inauguration party for a 28 year old. It would I be mean, pretty that great. That would oh, just yeah. be what? Yeah, a, a party. It'd be a kegger. So. <laughs> 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 But on the other hand, I do see the value of waiting till 35 because if I had run for president when I was under 30, I would have run as a Republican and would have been a douchebag. Right. So give chance people a chance to mature a little bit. On the other hand, Casio Cortez is 29 and she's perfectly mature and and oh, well, you don't know enough about her if you, that you want her to be president. I mean, I, I think there's, but that's not because of her age. I'm just saying that there, you know, yeah. If if there was no age restriction, right now there'd be significant clamoring for her to run. In fact, I read two different things today about like, oh, it's just a matter of and time. And that would be unfair to her, though. 
like that uh-huh. clamoring. Like I don't think that would be fair to Ocasio Cortez. Uh, right. Because yeah. you're saying she, you're pressing her. Into I, mean, I think that she she's going to succeed her, at what she's doing, yeah, and beyond most her reach likely. Almost. And that's why why reach for that now. I mean, the beauty of being 28 and being in Congress is you can be there for a few years and you can do some things that you wanted to do to get there that brought you there, and then take those to a bigger audience. And I think the pressure on her, are you going to run for president? Would be would be unfair to her. You know, wouldn't be she wouldn't be. But again, the restriction is there. And sure, it's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But still, it's an interesting hypothetical. I, I wait, don't know. Wait, wait. Now, if I believe in the Fourteenth Amendment argument, forget me. That's not real. I could make the case that Ocasio Cortez could run right now. If you, yeah, right. In fact, hmm. all I'll just say is, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd vote for you first. <laughs> yeah, that might be too much pressure. That yeah. she's going to be the thing to road test the Fourteenth right. Amendment. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so what's always fun is thinking of who would be your cabinet. Who would be my cabinet? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you probably only thought about that. I think about it all the time. 188 <laughs> yeah. times is my yes, guess. Yes, I have. I but, think about yeah. it all the time. But I, I don't know my last I'm, one. I mean, like of people I know, because <laughs> there, there are different cabinets that I have. Okay, who would be your press secretary? Me, it, Mark, or Ben? Oh, my press secretary, you, you would not be my press secretary. No, no, um, I would not. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think of those, Ben would be my press secretary. Yeah, I, would, I back yeah. that. I think that's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, but Mark's got a great voice for it. He has a great voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time he came but out, I'd be like, hey, everybody, cool it, yeah. cool it. He would no, but I'd lose my sh- on in some of no, the No, you wouldn't. Everybody he, would love it. He you. would also do the Saturday morning radio address for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is Michael Shore. Who <laughs> so would your press secretary? I think we would all pick Ben. I think yeah, he would be a good yeah. press secretary. I think Ben would be good. Yeah. He'd get get a little irascible from time to time, but that'd be good. That's you, you want that a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, he wanted you know show everybody his March Madness brackets, and I mean, there would be some diversions along the way yeah. that might not be on point. Right. Yeah. But uh, but people would enjoy that. Yeah, I think he would yeah, add yeah. another sort of wild card dynamic. That's right. Yeah. 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 And ESPN would have a great seat in the press room. That's right. That By the way, the president is picking the Colts this weekend. Take the points, four and a half. Ben never takes the points. <laughs> That's a fun fantasy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no. The fun, but like just to finish the thought, it, the fun part would be the running. Like like I want like to be able to go into a debate and mess people up. Right? Yeah, exactly. That would be great. Yeah. Like, why don't people do that? Why no, don't they that's, just challenge see, That's where Jank would be great, because he's a blowtorch. You know? yeah. 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 There's yeah. so much of that choreographed, manicured stuff that goes on in these debates. And you see what happens. This guy, Trump, comes, he doesn't know shit from shit. And this guy can't find his butt with both hands, doesn't know anything about government. To be he fair, just, he has tiny hands. He just <laughs> can't find his butt with those tiny hands. He's like, where are they? Where are and where and he, he just starts insulting people on stage and, and talking about how this is an awful deal, and that's an awful deal, and we're getting beaten this and beaten that, and yet it resonated with these disenfranchised blah, blah, blah. We've broken it down a million times. But the point is, the debate stage, he owned it with yeah. that. Yeah, and they let him get away with murder. Like, So if I was up against Trump, I'd have been like, hey, listen, brother. You went bankrupt six times. You know who does that? A loser, a total loser. Hey, was it your daddy or Alpha Bank that rescued you on the fifth bankruptcy? See, now when you do that, I mean, that guy, he's totally cut off at the knees, right? And and so, and people are like, oh, that's not polite. Who gives a do you want to win or don't well, you? Well, next time I think the people will have learned that going not polite against someone like that is um, is not the way to go. Yeah, right? but I think articles will be written like, "Don't try to you know out insult Trump. Don't try to." Oh, I I got it. Yeah. Step aside, Butch. I got that one right because that's the thing. They're like they're all too like Hillary's like, "Oh, don't no out insult him, out insult him." Step aside. I got it. Yeah, right? her best moment right. on stage was calling him a Putin puppet. Yeah, no. and look, I would have, I would, like with those town hall ones when you walk around, I'd have gotten into his personal space, right? And people say, oh, don't do that. Remember when Rick Blasio did that to Hillary Clinton? No, but he was doing that to a woman, and it was a different dynamic. Whereas he, uh, Trump's a bully, right? So you walk right up to the bully and be like, hey, Donald, was it six or seven times you went bankrupt? I'm having trouble keeping count. No, it's a really good thing to go bankrupt. Really? Because I thought it was a good thing to make a profit. It sounds like, you know, and so did you go bankrupt because you're totally incompetent? Or did you go bankrupt because you wanted to rip off the people who gave you the money who trusted you in the first place? Which one was it? Because you say it's a good business strategy. So it was a good business strategy to rip them off, okay? And hey, how many times did your daddy rescue you? You get under his orange skin, yeah. 
imagine the stupid stuff he would have said, right? And so, and you knock him down and you knock him down. Like Bernie, he's a good guy and he's got his own strategy and it's wonderful in its own ways. And it's not me, so bless his heart. He he did had an amazing run. He closed a 60-point lead, an amazing historic run. So I guess I'm wrong. But like when Anderson Cooper said, Are you saying that the donations might have affected Hillary Clinton's votes? The correct answer is goddamn right I'm saying that. Yes, the bankruptcy bill, it definitely affected her vote, right? And so some people would be outraged and chagrined, but then we'd have a giant conversation about whether her donors that have given her all that money affect her vote. And everybody in the country knows it affected her vote, right? So that's why I just say it would be fun. I don't know that I would come anywhere near winning and it's not blah, 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 blah. If Hillary had done exactly what you just suggested on the presidential debate stage, had gone after him with just the insults you talk about, the bankruptcies and the loser and everything, I think, and this just is as I'm thinking it through, I think the media would have gone after her. I think I'm positive that you're right, and so it's unfair to Hillary Clinton to say that she should have done that. Right. right? I mean, these, these I'm just saying I would have done it, right? right? Because right. and I would have had the leeway to do it because I'm a big guy, etc. Now none of that is right. She should have every leeway in the world. Right. But unfortunately, because of preconceptions, I feel like the media would have beat up on her more, right? Because she's a woman, and is that right? And it, you know, and a lot of guys would have gotten more defensive, yeah. right? And made it about themselves, etc. Whereas a guy versus a guy, again, all this is totally unfair. But the conception would have been like, oh, okay, they're just duking it out. Yeah. Right? No, no, yeah. And it wouldn't have, like Mark said, I, I think that it would have backfired massively on her. Thanks for listening to this free clip of Old School. To get the full episodes and more exclusive content, become a TYT member today. You'll love it. Join now at tyt.com/slash join.